to another episode of the EMS Wizard Podcast. I am the gentleman G, Mark Casey, and we have the rest of the crowd with us Lights, on this episode. Camera, we have John action. and that's what we're looking at. Lights, camera, action, and stuff. I'm sorry, you, you take too long doing your little intro there, Marcus. So it's a lights, camera, action kind of episode. Just excited. I am. I'm Why really are you so excited. excited. Well, I'm ready for my close up, Mr. Deville. Getting purdy. I am, yes. I think I'm excited because we actually talked about movies in this one, like movies that helped sh- movies we like help shape us a little bit, maybe, and maybe we do that, you know, at correlation to folks. I know on our off time when we sit there and talk together, we, when we all teach together, and we're just hanging out, talking about movies or shows or things like that. Uh, constantly comes up between us about, hey, did you watch this movie? This was cool and whatnot, and. I, 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 why not do an episode about it? I think is what how we ended up here. Um, so I am super excited about the lights, camera, action part of this episode. Okay, okay, I can get down with that. Yeah, who do you think should talk about movies first? What is that? Not John. Were you raising your hand or were you pointing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what he was doing. Oh, you want to start talking, John? Shocking! John wants to talk. Oh, and I feel now I feel seen. John always likes to talk first. What if I talk first tonight? (laughs) Oh, that's like the Bizarro World. I love it. (laughs) Wait a minute. Do they actually have like satellite up there using like VCR to watch movies? What what do they do up in your neck of the woods? Somebody have to roll in like a cord from you know somebody down. used to, somebody used to have a satellite. Then we had VHS. Then we had some DVDs, and then you know now we have Stream. Netflix and Hulu. And yeah, yes, we did have yes. Don't you remember the big satellites you used to put in the yard? We never no, had one. I just kind of thought Walter and his family probably made like a little sh- fire, and they put that up, sheet up, and they did like all these. Shut little- up. It was smoke. smoke. About- Shut up, John. I thought so, it was like the little tape on the reel that had to pass in front of the light bulb, and you know, we did. My my grandparents did create some pictures like that and put them in a uh, a reel that we used to watch at Christmas. I remember as a kid those <laughs> things <laughs> with the stuff. Okay, all right. <laughs> Walter's movies. So Walter has two movies. So. One of Walter's movies was Air Force One. So I always like uh, Harrison Ford and Air Force One. I, if it comes on today, I will still watch it just because I don't know why. I just always like that movie. Don't know why I like that movie. Just always like that movie. Shh, Terry, this is my time to talk, not George. Which don't one get is Air Force faces. One? How does that one go? Air Force shoes. One. Huh? The song. I know, know there's a song about Air Force Ones, but... <laughs> So uh, Air Force One, Harrison Ford, um, he ends up, they end up, um, uh, the terrorists or whoever are on the plane, and um, he ends up getting to the back of the plane. It's supposed to be a capsule that he can escape the Air Force One plane. Y'all, don't, y'all need to go watch Air Force One. Jesus have mercy. Never seen watch it. Air it's Force been a while one. since I've seen it. It's Harrison so, Ford, right? I mean. Yeah, Harrison Ford. He's yeah, the president. Yeah. Yeah. That's Han Solo, right? Do what? That's Han Solo. <laughs> Shut up. 
So my other one, my other all-time great movie that I liked dealing with EMS was Bringing Out the Dead. And I now actually, we're talking. <laughs> and I actually show students portions of that video today, some video clips. Um, you know, just so you know, Air Force One came out before Bringing Out the Dead did, so that's when I watched that. And I don't know why it was just one of those most movies that I really like to watch. Um, but Bringing Out the Dead with you know, I am a Nicolas Cage fan for some reason. I don't know why. I'm a Nicolas Cage amazing. Fan. And, um, you know, bringing out the dead. And again, you know, I, I do get the students to watch certain parts of it. And, you know, the two parts that I really get students to watch is the Narcan. So when they're in the club with Narcan and the other one is when Nicolas Cage comes in half drunk, not feeling well, gets in the back of the ambulance, starts his IV, comes back to the front seat with his oxygen on. So, you know, I try to relate that to students of, you know, be prepared when you come to work and don't come to work half lit and having to start your own IV and oxygen. And anyway, there's a lot of good parts in that movie. And some people are like, that's a hateful movie. I don't like that movie, but I always like bringing out the dead. And again, I, you know, I, so my paramedic introduction to when I was teaching paramedic class, my paramedic introduction was a bunch of clips from that and like rescue 911 and, you know, to bring students up to history because people like Mark, um, I'm not a age person by any means, Mark, baby Mark, the baby gentleman, Mark. baby Mark, I'm not baby Mark, but you know, I, you know, even going back to, you know, um, emergency and those, I always play those up to kind of show where the history was and, and bringing out the dead always is in there as well. So anyway, well, uh, that's my two movies. I like, well, a question I got is So I, I had not, I knew air force one existed, so I don't know if I have a correlation to that at all in EMS, but I do constantly hear bringing up the, bringing out the dead. I may have watched that movie once probably did not pay attention to it at all. Not a big Nicholas cage fan. Also not a bringing out dead fan because of this, when I watched it, I think it was being shown at an EMS station. I was watching it. I thought it represented EMS poorly just in my mind. And I, and I just, but it may be you know, that it that it portrays it accurately in some places. I just felt like maybe it put something on the map to say, hey, and all those folks that are out there listening are kind of like, wow, John's really whack here because you know that's a cool you, movie and that's no, a cool dude. No, you're really whack. But anyway, <laughs> but the thing is, I just, I just always thought it, it maybe maybe I, maybe I just need to watch it again or something because I always thought it just represented Portland. It does, but I think when you look at the time period that. The movie is, and the book, the movie is really good. The movie is based upon a book, and the book is even better than the movie. And it's representative of, I think it's the late 80s, maybe the mid 80s in New York City. And when you look at that time period in New York City, that was when the city was burning and when so many things were happening. And so were you to... Was that a paramedic in your agency today and those issues today? Then absolutely. But I, I look at it as a historical drama. That I and that's and that's why I bring those things out there and show students today 
just like that, Terry, because, you know, and, and, and you know, I, I tell them, I, you know, so the first thing that I will say and I tell students is when I first became a paramedic, we always heard you wouldn't give Narcan. You would never give Narcan. You would never give Narcan because they gave Narcan in New York City. New York City had heroin. New York City had heroin. You would, they always had, you know, always given Narcan. You had to lock your truck up so they didn't take your Narcan. And then, you know, we were learning in paramedic class and AEMT class about Narcan. And they're like, you're never going to use it. You're never going to use it because we don't have those drugs here. If you give it, you're giving it to somebody who's in cardiac arrest that might have overdosed. So you're giving it to cardiac arrest for some reason. And I can remember the first call that I went on was a guy who had a morphine pump and he had just had his morphine pump installed. And, you know, he was at home and was had uh, OD'd on morphine from a spinal injection pump. And I was like, you know, here we are giving morphine. And then I go back and look at that movie and go, that guy wasn't in a club. He wasn't high on anything, but we still used the morphine. Uh, sorry, we still used the Narcan. And, you know, to go back and just give some history of that locally and, you know, Probably some people can remember, and the older groups that may be listening can remember the days of going to the station after you hung out all night and, you know, may have started an IV because you didn't feel good or you went in and slept for the first couple of hours because you didn't, you know, feel good. You may have been a volunteer in doing that. So, you know, it does represent EMS and New York EMS, especially bad, but. There were some good points in there that I tried to YouTube to bring out for the students. So I just showed it to my an EMT class I was teaching um, back in the fall. Um, the 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 Narcan scene of it. So, well, Mark, what please, uh, Terry? Did you want to go next and talk about yours? Or you want Mark? Yeah, I think it's Terry needs to go next. You want Terry to go next? Well, I mean, I want Terry to go next. Now I feel like you might have stole his answer. You know, I don't know. He he's a big Nicholas Cage guy. I kind of felt like maybe bringing out there was probably on his list. Um, uh, it's not uh, the the two that I was going to go with. That Walter's answer surprised me when he said bringing out the dead, and it just it surprises me because I use that Nicholas Cage character sometimes to say you're the supervisor, and this is this is what you have happen because it's just it's it's funny and sometimes this can be really dry stuff to to chat about hence why i use that that nicholas cage so there's two two movies one is my guilty guilty pleasure that uh, at walter i was gonna i was just gonna say one but when walter said these two movies and if if i'm flipping through channels uh, or this pops up in a feed for me i'll sit and i'll watch it armageddon for me is one of those movies that I will just sit and watch and, and uh I, probably until my last iPhone I had a sound clip from from Armageddon as the ringtone for for my my middle brother who's a pilot with Southwest and he's talking about your triglycerides are high and your bad cholesterol is shockingly bad and and so that was that's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. There's some things, I think some some lessons in that. Now there were two movies that came out that summer with the with an asteroid hitting it. Is this the one with Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis? Yeah, yeah. Armageddon. What was the other one? Remember there was two that came out that that year, um, with 
destruction by the asteroids. I, mm -hmm. I can't I, I remember Armageddon. Was that like, like 2000 something or the one where, uh, I don't know, the ice winter the, or something like that? What was the one that That's was, a, what is the flooding? New York City flooded. Yeah, and the day after tomorrow. The right? or whatever. Day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. No, so this Armageddon, like, day after tomorrow. I, those are. Those are my type of movie summaries. I don't know why. They just are. Oh, with uh, not Chris Tucker, but it's Chris somebody or another is a comedian in that other one. But uh -huh. I don't, I Go don't ahead. know. But no, I mean, I, I think there are some lessons in this. A, the, the, the comedy of the movie of, uh, and, and I think it, it, it's really it, funny when the world is being destroyed and you got into comedy. It's... Yeah, it's very funny when the world is about to be destroyed and they're about to it, they've brought all the guys in and, and where Bruce Willis's character is saying, well, the guys have a few requests, you know, before and Bear would like to st the white white horse, white house, white house. <laughs> and so it, it, can't you see EMS? people doing so hey we need to send you to this asteroid and we're going to put you on this experimental rocket and you know uh it, 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 who, noonan noonan has some friends that would he'd like to be made citizens no questions asked and this dude wants to wants to go I, I think it's very very ems like and so the dark humor in that movie but you know or or when 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 they're in the the russian space station and you know uh, he's, he's, he, or they're not, he's got the Russian cosmonaut and he's banging on something in the space shuttle. And he's like Russian space parts, American space parts, all made in Taiwan. I don't know. Is that not whatever, whatever device or whatever ambulance that you're using, whether it's assembled in West Jefferson or, or Orlando or Houston, it's, it's all the same stuff. So I don't know. That's, that's one. And What's the what I like movies that have happy endings and even though Harry dies in the end, you know, there's this very happy wedding scene. It's just an emotional thing. All right, here's my real favorite movie. Deep Impact was the other movie I'm thinking I'm thinking of. Deep Impact. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chad GPT, for providing that answer. No, I dang it. Sponsored I should, in part I should by pull Google. that up actually. That would have helped me out a whole lot. Chad GPT. Yeah. By the way, EMS Ask industry what your favorite movie is. I think you summed up EMS industry and what you were describing in that movie anyway. Aren't we always on some some rocket ship that is Yeah. Yeah, in the world and the world is about to end <laughs> if we don't make this happen. All right. Favorite movie, Star Trek. Wait, should I be saying this stuff cuz this is probably some some password and somebody's going to steal my identity. Star Trek 2. Nobody wants their credit score to go down that low, Terry. You're safe. <laughs> Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. <laughs> Amazing movie. Uh, yeah. Now, is that I'm the one grunt. with Ewoks in it? That's the one with Khan, Noonien, Singh. And and you might know him by the name Ricardo Montalban. With a rich Corinthian leather. Mm, no. You don't know? No. Did none of y'all know this movie? No, this, this is a movie where Spock dies. This is the part okay. of the episode where everybody fast forwards through to Mark or me start talking. Probably well, we're gonna make you we're gonna make you Spock. talk last. So Mark is next, just so you know. <laughs> Spock sacrifices it's killing himself. Your nerves. 
he sacrifices himself saying that the needs of the many are outweighed by the needs of the few or the one. And he talks about Jim, you have always been my friend. Uh, it's just, it's a lot of things in that movie. There's a lot to unpack, but now, I can feel on. that you're uh you said Star Trek. So I got to ask a question. Were you, I, 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 I did not watch Star Trek. N nothing about Star Trek do I know. So I got to ask, did you watch like the Star Trek series, the next generation, and then watch the movies? Or were you just strictly a movie watcher? All, all the above. And uh, so you was a Trekkie all the way through. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know why I tell you these things, because you'll just make fun of me about it. But I feel yeah. like I can be my true self with you. Yeah, well, I mean, because that's what, that's what best, best friends, friends get. can do. And I used to read the books. There's books like comic books. No, not comic books. It's like books with words in them, not books with pictures. Things that you don't do, John Wilson. Read what books read books? Yeah, I have plenty of comic books. Thank you. So the original series, Star Trek The Next Generation, and the book series for both. Never really got into Deep Space Nine. Thought it was weird. Was that a movie or a series? It's a series. But I do do have all the movies downstairs. My Apple TV. If you want to come over and watch them, we can. From the list. Yeah, book book me for that one. You can go ahead. <laughs> you can go ahead and put me down, brother. I'll, I will be glad to be there for that one. I think you're being sarcastic. Very good. Just a Very little good. bit. Just a little bit. Nick, Nicholas Cage bit. did you right, man. Yeah. G Mark. Right. You gotta get him off track. G Mark. Yeah, get us off the Star Trek. Wow. It's just what's <laughs> best about what Mark is doing. We can't hear him and his microphone's broken. Microphone has quit working again. Because that's the <laughs> life, Mark. The Mark, 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 Mark. What have you done? Really? Wow. really? And you like, really? Wait a minute. He's trying to tell us his favorite movies were silent movies. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> I, re I, re I read that lips, just so you know. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is Mark's oh, favorite movie. Oh, wow. Mark. Wow. You're letting what? me down, Mark. You're letting me down. Uh just guess number two. Lambs, guess number one. Whatever you are, you're letting me down. Just for our tech guy, he handles all the tech stuff here on the podcast. And as you can see, he just can't he's keep really working. good at it. <laughs> I don't understand what uh, is going on. Oh, oh, oh. It's working now. No, cut that out, out again. For... Not cutting out. Oh no, no. You're good. Now you're yeah. talking. Now, now oh, okay. Jesus, take the wheel. Okay, that's a that's a song. That's another episode. We're going to talk about movies yeah, in this. Song. Oh, we're going to do music on another episode. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Uh, so mine is well. It actually was a movie. I haven't actually watched the movie, but mine's actually a TV series, and that would be the Mash series from the seventies. The number one best TVs ever. Number one best TV series ever made. You wasn't even born when A, I don't, that don't, what they were talking about happened, or B, when the actual series came out happened. And? You, I mean, it's just odd to have <laughs> look back. 
I mean, my favorite TV series growing up as a kid was Alf. Well, you and Batman. Alf was out though, right? Uh, that was reruns. It had to have been reruns from. Mark. I mean, it could have been. I was born in '87. Uh, Alf's last year, I want to say, it was like '88, maybe. Alf, wow. Keep yeah. talking, Mark. Yeah, good stuff. Um, so Mash. the 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 things from Mash. I always consider, you know, whenever I'm I'm having a discussion with someone about how EMS's culture is kind of unique in how we kind of, you know, use things as our coping mechanisms, you know, some of that crude humor or, you know, some of the things that we probably shouldn't be using as coping mechanisms, you know, that very good examples of that throughout the entire series of MASH. Um and even beyond that, there's some really good leadership lessons to pick up from, you know, old Colonel Potter and uh, Lieutenant Colonel Henry Blake from the series of MASH. You know, I mean, while you, you, you think about, you know, Colonel Potter was the regular army guy, but he also you know, he, he had his high level of, uh, of integrity and he had that that very militaristic perspective on things, but he was still able to be jovial and you know, still had a level of humor and he, he still acknowledged the importance of the human nature uh, of things in, in, in his judgment. And I think there's a, a lot to be learned from, you know, I feel like this is probably going to be a whole nother series. Leadership lessons learned from not Nickelback, but the best TV series there ever was mash Friends. Star Trek. Oh, Star, no, not Star Trek. Um, first of all, I, I just want to say that I actually do not think it is a, a terrible coping mechanism. I found great relief whenever I dressed up as a girl to try to get out of calls. I figured you were going to be the clinger of the group. Yeah. And it, I it, saw it, that. So, um, do all people from Ohio cross trust? Does anybody else surprised by Mark and mash or did y'all kind of see that? Yeah. Really? Uh, I did not. I did not see that at all. It's my favorite TV. Ask my wife; <laughs> she Put will tell you. She will tell you. Right. <laughs> I, I, if I'm at home and I'm just like chilling, Mash is on TV. If they ever take Mash off Hulu, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna cancel my subscription. That's the only reason I have a Hulu subscription Wait right now. It's because of Mash. You just you just said her first name. I thought you said that she she told you that you could only call her Mrs. Casey. What are you doing calling her her first name? That's when did that happen? When you and I were teaching together. Oh, I thought that was the phone call conversation we had a couple days ago. Where you're going through where, the... Where she got upset with you. Metal detector and your body jewelry kept setting it off. So here's another thing. Um, this right here. That's about how many episodes of MASH I've probably seen. I also have never really watched Blame. MASH. Not that I don't appreciate that. I would definitely watch MASH before I will watch Star Trek. I can tell you that because I think that resonates mm -hmm. better. But um, I, I just never, I never, I never did watch MASH. And uh, I know a lot of folks that have, you know, that feel the same way you just actually said that are older than me. So it's kind of odd to hear it from baby Mark, um, you know, talk about those from MASH. Mark, are it's you into any other, uh, oh. like that army related stuff as well? Oh. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Hogan's Heroes. 
that, that was more of a comedy kind of thing, you know. Band but, of Brothers. Oh yeah, Band of Brothers. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some, that's another good. Movie. I'm, just, good I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Pearl Harbor. Ben Affleck, one of the greatest actors of all time, and also in Armageddon. He is, and and also, um, you know, probably the best Super Bowl commercial in the Super Bowl that came out a few weeks ago. You know, so you see that commercial, him and J Lo. Commercial sucked. Mm. Was she was she in one of our classes? She was, yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one the suit is uh, pending on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, all right. Then. Um, what do you have a second one, or are you just going to go with you're going to break tradition? Everybody didn't kind of pick two. You got a second one, Marky? I mean, I'll break it up or whatever, but um. If I had to pick a movie, you know, because I don't, I don't watch a ton of movies. Like I'll just kind of pick up on some stuff or whatever on, on whatever's trending on Netflix or whatever. Did uh, you take your wife out on a movie on your first date? No, no, oh. no. We were. I did not either, Mark. Don't feel bad. There Ooh. was a very loud band, and yeah, we had a first, a great time. First date. Yeah, yeah. Took Mrs. She to breakfast on her first date. That's another yeah. story. This was not a breakfast time of day. I cannot remember. We did go to a movie. I went on it for our first date, but we did go on a movie on our first real date. Um, but I can't. I can't remember what you it was. T- Bradley you Cooper. Told me, was you told me because we went past the movie theater. We did. Yeah, yeah. It was when Bradley we Cooper coming movie, back from Asheville or something. You were like, "There's a, there's a first, there's a movie theater that I took. That took Christine on the first date to at a restaurant. Yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah, see, mm-hmm. it's a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, what's, what's that movie? Um, I don't know. I've already forgotten. We've already talked about <laughs> the Hangover. <laughs> I don't know how many, how many hangover? different things. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the the OG Bradley Cooper. Um, I would have to say like any of the any of the Batman movies, like that, like the the Dark Knight Rises or. Mm. Uh, even the original one, uh, I guess it's not the original one, but the uh, one with Michael Keaton played yeah. Batman. Yeah. It, yeah whenever yeah. I was a kid, my my I was Batman. My younger brother was Robin, and we would go in the yard and play Batman and Robin all the time or whatever. <clears throat> and then growing up, you know that Batman was you know, always my thing, and I wanted to go out and save the day. I wanted to go out and and, and do everything that I could, dedicate myself to saving others and. I don't know. Maybe that had some sort of, you know, subliminal message in the back of my mind, like, "Hey, you should join the the fire department." It, it also kind of helped that, you know, my dad and grandfather and everything had been on the fire department for years or whatever. So maybe that had something to do with that whole path that kind of got on this career of of EMS. Maybe. Do you have a gun? Do I have a gun like a yes, Batman? No, no, no. Batman do you have an or? actual gun, one with real bullets? Yeah. I, which one you want? Okay, that right there automatically disqualifies you from being Batman. John doesn't believe in guns. He's a Quaker. No, <laughs> I, I can see that. I can see yeah. John being the men Quaker with the hat and everything. The, oh my bad. It's, it's men and night. All the wives. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Batman didn't believe in I guess guns. he ran away too. Wow. Um, John, do you see- have a movie? No, not really. Um, I like okay. all stuff. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode. Of- <laughs> <laughs>
We are out of time. And cut. Which is a good movie, too. Out of time. We're done. That's Denzel. Correct. Correct. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Coincidentally, if my life is ever made into a movie, I would like John Goodman to play me. Or Denzel. And he did. John. Or, is he John dead? Goodman. No. Is he, no. He, is he still alive? No. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, yeah. Den, Denzel also alive. Denzel can't play you. Just not with us. <laughs> Denzel's Why? cool. Yeah. <laughs> Denzel probably watched Star Trek. Yeah. I doubt it. Um, I watched so many movies impacted me so much coming through that I, I because I applied them to culture so much um, that I could actually, I'm surprised that you guys are bringing up stuff and I'm sitting there saying, dang. I never, never seen that. That makes me want to go watch them, so I can do that. You know, because there's a lot of different movies I like. But if you go down to what helped me understand some, there's some weird stuff that I get from movies. Um, this one, this one's weird. This one's one of my all-time favorites: Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with Kevin Costner before Yellowstone. Um, oh, I thought you were gonna say Robin Hood, Men in Tights, the Mel Brooks <laughs> that, deal, but I, also anything with Mel Brooks <laughs> is one of my is, is is a favorite of mine. But the reason for Robin Hood is uh, something resonated me. I think that movie came out. I was 18 years old, 17 years old. And just the, the, that's when that Brian Adams song, everything I do, I do it for you come out and big on, you know, a lot of play on MTV and uh, it's a good video uh, represents the movie. Well, and just, just the feeling of how, what he would do for love that kind of thing, you know, for the love of his country, for the love of his family, for the love of, um, you know, uh, made, uh, was it Marion? I think a Marion, Marion, I don't know. Uh, but I, I always thought that was, a, I don't think the, I don't think the movie did super great blockbuster wise, but it's always been one of those that it, it impacted me to remember, you know, um, chivalry. I guess, and and fight for what you think is right, even if you're on the wrong side of the law, and stand up for that. Be that kind of person. So that's been a that's been a big thing for me. And I've always liked Kevin Costner, even before he was cool in Yellowstone. He did a lot of great movies. That JFK movie he did. Um, oh could, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Tatanka. there's a lot of a lot of stuff Kevin did that I thought was really good. And I mean, The Postman and Waterworld were actually good. Weird. You know, people, hey, weird, but they were good movie. He acted well in those. Well, yeah, Dancing with the Wolves. Um, you know, it was another. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Kevin Costner acts or that's just who he is. Kind of like Ryan Reynolds. I just, yeah. Ryan Reynolds doesn't act. It's just who he. I liked, I liked Robin Hood, the 2010 remake with Russell Crowe. I watched that one too. Um, I, I thought it was good, but, it, but, and if you've never seen a Robin Hood movie, that's the standard of Robin Hood. Yeah. And that was supposed to be a trilogy, but it did so poor at the box office. I don't think they ever made a number, you know, the second or third one. No, they did not. But so to me, mm -hmm. the, the the standard of that is Robin Hood. But my all time favorite, if you ask anybody that knows me well, will tell you that my life lesson movie is The Legend of Bagger Vance, which is Will Smith, and it's uh, and Matt Damon. Um, great movie. Um, have y'all ever seen that? By that the the short guy that grows backwards what? or something? No. Uh, what is no, that? It's Benjamin Buttons. No. Oh. 
unmistakable now's the time to pull up chat gpt <laughs> or google <laughs> or google either one i help you yeah, google it but um no it's a it's a movie that if you watch it without paying attention you swear it's a movie about golf but it's not about golf it's about life never and, seen it um really really good movie um whenever i get into a place to where i'm trying to get perspective on why the things are the way they are i think of several different things that come from that movie some powerful lines that mean stuff to me uh one of them to where he's trying to tell matt damon um who who plays a a character named juna in there and of course will smith is bagger vance so Um, i I see why you can relate to this movie so well because i sit here i'm just reading like the Wikipedia of the legend of Bagger Vance, the first little sentence of the plot as a senior, having had his sixth heart attack while playing golf. I <laughs> see how you can relate now, John. Yeah. Uh, sure. Your microphone. <laughs> At any rate, he tells them the Juna you going to be, you're never going to be again. And it's fact that Juna keeps trying to get back to where he was because he had lost. He, he he was a great golf player. Went to fight World War One. His entire, all of his friends and stuff that was with him got killed in that war. He came back home. Should have been a hero. Felt like he wasn't. Lost himself. Lost his girl. Um, and he was really struggling with those things. And I feel like that emulates a lot of EMS as we go through these transitions of where we were. And then get to what we are in EMS, and we see these things in EMS that other people don't see. And we come home, and we don't really have them to share anybody with because they'll be like, that's a made-up world, you're saying. Or I can't believe people live like that, and we're living this thing. And I just always go back to the who I was. I'm never going to be again. You know, I've got I got to look through a, a different lens. And as a matter of fact, that's where this whole lens stuff comes from is um, how you have to view the world through, um, you know, a different shade sometimes. Um, and, and sometimes on the clearest day, you can see a storm is brewing and, um, and there's a lot that comes out of that movie from that. And, um, and that, that to me has been a very impactful movie, um, as far as that goes. And, um, you know, it's, like I said, not a well-known movie, but one of the, one of those that just kind of sticks with me and has guided me a a lot in how I view things. And then there's hundreds more movies that I know have impacted us that we've talked about on the side, Friday. Jackie Brown just had Terry watch Jackie Brown a few weeks ago. And I think he finally, but any Quentin Tarantino movie, man, is worth its weight in gold. Yes. Yes. I, don't, I, I agree to that. I don't like the gore. You don't like Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I think there is no, nobody has mentioned the best movie of all time. Nobody. Smoking and I'm kind of, no. The no. Hunt for Red October? No. I'm kind of disappointed because it is my number one Why movie. Why do you say anything about it then? You had a chance. You... I was wanting to see what the old guys were going to say first, but Tombstone. Yeah. The best movie. The most quoted movie. That took yeah. offense to being yes. the old guy. That took yeah. offense to being the old guy. I, I didn't was... say that necessarily included you, but I, I was mean, 14 when, when that movie the old was guys. in theaters. Walter was actually at the OK Corral. When it went down. <laughs> so that that's why it's personal to him. He actually got to see Doc Holliday. When he says I'm your Huckleberry, that's he was Huckleberry Walter that was there. And John's older than I am, just so you know. 
He was the one playing the piano over there with Kate. <laughs> no, he wasn't allowed. He wasn't allowed. <laughs> he wasn't allowed inside those places. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't go to the saloon. <laughs> he couldn't go there. <laughs> well, that is, um, I'll tell you, um, if there's something we missed, if there's a, I'll tell you, if there's a movie out there that you as listeners have been impactful to you, we'd really like to know about it. So if you watch us on the YouTube channel, you can actually comment there. Comment on the movies we missed on how they impacted you because we may come back and run this back again with so many other things and talk about some of those movies and you know, if it's a story that resonated, it changed your life in some way, we would like to hear about that. And uh, you can send us an email. Um, you can, you know, the best way is just to go right here in the comments on the YouTube channel and put them in there. Uh, and then we'll, you know, we can probably come back and have another discussion about other people's because I'm sure this, we literally come on here and and and, and nobody knows what we're going to say. We're, so we're, we're probably going to get a bill in the mail for royalties. <laughs> there's no normal life Wyatt it's just, life. just life get on with it <laughs> yes well what's wait wait hold on hold on hold on so now you're about to end what's Keith's favorite movie the one I'll tell you that me and Keith watched when we were young reversal here this is our very I, I, I can remember hey, the, Keith, the one that, that impacted us most was Boys in the Hood. We watched Boys in the Hood together. And um we, we 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 at that time, me and him we listened to rap music, the the deep cut rap music. I'm talking about Slick Rick, original NWA before there was a Dre and a Snoop. Biggie Smalls. <laughs> no, nah, this is way before that. This is the mid mid eighties before Mark oh. was born. <laughs> um, As Terry's got his hands like this peeking out of his hands. Yeah. <laughs> So our our big I, I remember that was our, our big movie and we were big Ice Cube fans from that so um so we were naturally Ice Cube one, mm-hmm, yep Ice Cube was an original member of NWA and then became an actor I mean he was a really good artist too um, music we'll do a music episode one day and, and I'm sure I'll I'll talk about him this cause he's one of one of my big influences but I think. Uh, if you had to ask Keith, I don't know what his favorite movie is, but I would say that Boys in the Hood is one of those that I can remember. One of our most quoted ones, uh, impactful movies. Friday is another one. Thought a real friend. Friday, next Friday. A real right, friend yeah. would have known. Well, really, Friday. The other ones are never as good as Friday because Chris Tucker isn't in them, you know. So if you don't got Smokey in there, I mean, that's true. The Epps guy does really well. Okay. But, but Smokey made, made it, man. Yeah. He, um, hey, Miss Carter. Miss Carter. Miss <laughs> Parker. Miss Parker. Anyway. Any, 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 any. Why do you brush your hair? The the one hair you have. You it's brush the movie episode. I want to make sure I look good. Yeah. yeah. Just go take more on a brush. <laughs> words hurt. Words are weapons. It's your best friend. It's your well, best friend maybe- right there. It's Loving. possible, Terry, that my real best friend doesn't. You can't like handle that. the truth. It's possible. It's possible I'm Batman. <laughs> it's possible you're not. Yeah. Thank you for being my friend, Golden Girls. Who's Who's Dale Chandler? What? 
Dale Chandler? Who's who's Dale Chandler? Dale Chandler? It's the first time I see I think, Keith actually make it on something with EMS Wizard. I think it's actually yeah. who the 